This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome everybody, episode number 27 of Ride the Pine. This is part two of the big game breakdown. Um, we're going to get right into it. Um, uh, as always, I'm actually joined by Kyle. We ready. Uh, so uh, I'm pumped for the game. I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, we did have part one and it released last week. Um, but this is going to be part two and we're going to have a, a couple more parts coming up. Uh, later this week, uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about the offense versus defense on both sides. So first off, we're going to start with the Patriots offense against the Rams defense. What are some uh, some key matchups you're looking at going into this game? Dude, I just got to soak it up right now. This is like the best. I, I love this two-week buildup to the Super Bowl. It makes it so fun to like, the, you know, the anticipation builds. And, you know, the the stress builds for the teams. It's, it's, this is mm-hmm. awesome. This is the best part. I love this. Uh, it, not to mention for me, like, uh, not even getting into, like, the offense and defense, but, like, just, like, the, uh, what it's going to be like at Media Day. Because yeah. you always run into some fun stuff at Media Day. Yeah, it's going to be right. really that, hysterical. Like, that year Marshawn Lynch came up and was like, I'm just oh, here geez. so I don't get fined. <laughs> and we're just stupid. like, oh, and we're just like, you freaking donkey. That, that um, was fun, though. I do like that, that they always wear something weird or, like, um, some of the reporters, like, they purposely ask the weird questions. That's the best the part about this players are probably, And the players are probably just like, what the hell, man? Just ask me a normal question. Yeah, but I think some of them like something a little bit different because it just kind of breaks the mood of, like, the same, kind of the same questions they get. What's going to be mm-hmm. the difference on Sunday? What's your preparation like? You know, like, geez, they probably get tired of that. It's like, it's like they, they probably do, especially because they probably got it asked all year long. They're seriously, yeah, they're getting it's the asked, same oh, thing. how are you preparing for Jacksonville? How are you preparing for Kansas City? How are you right. preparing for the Chargers? Like, they've been getting asked that all year. Stop asking them that same dumb question. Right. Exactly. Um, I think one matchup that I'm really looking at this uh, this week. Well, this weekend, uh, especially offense to defense, is if Chris Hogan can make a difference. I think I think Edelman, obviously, we know is going to have a good game. Uh, Gronk kind of made a showing in the last game, but if Hogan can kind of show up and like give Edelman some kind of uh, I wouldn't say rest, but like um, take the sl- uh, slack a little bit off of him. Yeah, right. So the, so they're they're not throwing twenty times to Edelman in the game. So you know if. Hogan can get like seven, eight catches for a good chunk. I mean, that would I mean, be I huge. That would be huge for them. But if, only, if not, if not, they're going to have to might have to rely on the run game again. Yeah, I mean, the way their offense works, I mean, three or four catches from him for fifty or sixty yards could do it because they're usually important ones, you know. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, let's start with the, the you know the the heavyweights here, the Patriots. Like they, I, I would say, right now have the upper hand offense wise, just because they've you know some of them have been there, done that. And mm-hmm. even if no one else, at least Brady and Belichick, you know, so they're they're ready to roll. Um, and yeah, of course, Edelman will be focused on and, and James White. So I, I yeah, I agree. I, I think I think Hogan is important. He's pretty good, though, no matter what. He's going to always run good routes and, and play the game right. It's just a matter of how strong 
the Pats, uh, the the Rams secondary can be to stick with them. Because I mean, yeah, you know, it's only they're only as good as they can actually cover them. Because Hogan's gonna gonna run good routes. He's probably not gonna drop balls. You know, so uh, the Rams got their work cut out for them. I don't know what Hill and Roby Coleman are supposed to do or who's guarding who, but I mean, they're gonna have a challenge, and they better have a fast linebacker on James White. Yeah, and and my other thing is I've noticed, and I I said this a couple weeks ago, the Rams' defense makes a lot of mistakes, a lot of penalties. Um, oh, seriously! You know, clear, clearly, with Roby Coleman with that hit on the Saint on the Saints guy uh, on Camara, I believe um, that wasn't a no call. Uh, was completely ridiculous. But I'm I'm especially talking about Akeem Talib. Uh I think he needs to keep a level head, and I think there's some plays and some penalties that he's um, gotten on him that have changed the game a lot a lot of times like against the cowboys they had that game well in hand and then all of a sudden you know a couple stupid penalties and here come the cowboys they made a game of it and then obviously it was you know too little too late but you know had that happened earlier in the game you know that could have been a different story oh for sure yeah the discipline is huge so like already you give the check mark to the patriots they're not going to make those kind of mistakes um and offensively, they're not going to make those mistakes. And I mean, I don't know if Gronkowski is going to be really a factor. And he, I just don't know if he kind of has the same explosiveness he used to have. But they're going; they're not going to miss him. You know, they're going to guard him, and they're going to focus on Edelman. I think I think a big emphasis goes on how they handle James White. Yeah, I mean, do you if, even waste if, a player to guard him? I don't get it. You know, like do you do you waste someone to guard him, or do you just play zone and and watch him? Well, see, the problem with with doubling anybody or like having, you know, multiple different coverages for one player is then that opens up someone else to be open. Exactly. And w- <laughs> and with the Patriots, it's it's almost impossible to double cover someone cuz then someone else shows up. It's like you double Gronk, Edelman's wide open. If you double Edelman, Gronk's wide open. Yeah. If you somehow put one on Gronk and Edelman, then James White's open. It's just like it's you can't win. I just <sighs> It's too tough to play against the Patriots, in my opinion, because there's so many different weapons that can beat you with that it's just hard to game plan. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think this is kind of the obvious for like all teams, but like starting with the Rams defense, they got to put pressure, right? I mean, they, they have a pretty good front four and they're getting better. So that's huge, right? They got to put pressure. Yeah, no, and, and, I, and the pressure starts with Aaron Donald. He he's just an absolute monster on the front end. If they can get pressure on Brady, it could change the outlook of the game because it's going to force him to make throws quicker than he wants to. Yeah, and you know when man, when Brady has time, it's dangerous. Oh yeah, or it puts together like those long, you know, exhausting drives that just takes the Rams' offense off the field. Like that's what they got to avoid. Of course, you need to stop. You know, cause you know you need to force a three and out. Easier said than done, but like against the patch, you just can't let them have more than one or two eight eight or nine minute drives, you know. Uh, and the Pats can do that. And yeah, if they can put oh, pressure, man, like Sue and Donald, they're like they're good and they're quick enough. They could like handle James White if there was enough pl- pressure through blitzes. I mean, I could see either one of them just kind of falling back to cover the little dink and dunk passes. You know I mean? completely, you know, I completely agree with you. Like, I know their uh, game I, I, is the pressure, but still, like, James White catches his ball at the line of scrimmage, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and then uh, I think they said yards after catch. He's one of the best running Insane. backs in the league for yards yards after catch. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, and not to uh, take from him, but, I mean, like, 
the team puts him in that situation. It's not like I mean he's he's good. He's very good, but like Brady's the one that knows where to, when to dish it off to him, and they're the ones that take the receivers downfield and move James White open. You know that they move the defense out of his way. It's and it's the ability of the offensive line for the Pats oh, for to sure. get out in space and make sure that he's got blockers. Because yeah. it's not just, oh, throw it to White and let him kind of do his thing. Right, He's got to yeah. have some sort of protection. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I heard this insane thing today. Um, Brady has not been sha- sacked yet. I can't believe that in the playoffs. Um, so my wow, question that's is a like, good... He's been pressured, yeah. but he hasn't been sacked. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's only two games, but like, geez, probably week 15, 16, and 17 might not have been sacked either. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but my question is like, can the Rams get to him? Are they going to get a few sacks? Like, if so, that can really change things. And they need it. You know, that uh, they absolutely have to. I think for me, uh, it's a game changer. If, if they if they can get pressure on Brady, then that is going to decide the game. And it sounds crazy that it's like that one facet of the game that will decide a whole game. But when Brady has too much time, then he he tears defenses apart. It's it's the Rams can be beat uh, by the pass, and if Brady's back there. Chucking the ball around like he did last Super Bowl, five hundred yards. Rams don't stand a chance. But oh, if the Rams can get in there and get pressure, then it's a whole different ball game. Oh, I agree. And like they're already behind the eight ball. You know they can't have two even defenses go at it because the Pats will beat them. You know that they have to cause some disruption on defense. And I don't even know if their if their secondary can keep with the Patriots receivers. No, I mean, because yeah. yeah, those uh, the, those pass receivers are they're so quick and they're they have such good hands with Hogan and Dorsett and Gronk and Edelman. I mean, and then you got James White and Sony Michelle. It's it's hard to hard to handle them. <laughs> when you keep saying all this, I'm like, geez, they, they they can't have that many stars that can cover these guys. You know, I, I can see them taking care of Edelman and maybe Hogan and Gronk. You know, due to you know being banged around or double teamed, might not do a lot, but then. How do you handle the running backs? And if you guard the running backs, how are they going to miss the receivers? You know, I I just don't know if they have, I mean, have the players between uh, Coleman and Tlaib. I, I don't know if they're going to go one on one on these receivers or what. But I do think the key will be more of a man defense for the Rams, mm-hmm. opposed to like zone because like Brady just everyone always says how he picks apart you know zone coverages, right? Um, and then you can't sit back on him, right? Like you, like you said, you have to pressure him. And that's obvious. Yeah. Now on the other side of the coin, you know, you got the Rams offense and yeah. the Pats defense. Uh, I think a difference maker for me on the Rams offense um, is Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think if he has a, a decent showing, because I mean they haven't, Goff hasn't had a lot of passing yards in these past couple games. Um, they've kind of been relying on C.J. Anderson, Todd Gurley combo, which has worked out great. Right. Um, but if Cooks can show up. Because the Pats can be beat by the pass. They've shown that in the past. Yeah. But, right. again, it's the same thing I said for the Rams, for the Pats. Pressure Goff. Goff, when he's pressured to throw before he wants to, he freaks out. Yeah, you and know he, what? He, kind of, he, he, he doesn't have the kind of poise that Brady does. Obviously. Oh, yeah, Brady's no, more of right. a veteran, obviously, but he's, and he will develop that over time. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, like, you notice it. Like, as soon as he has even, like, a whiff of someone anywhere nearby, he's like, oh, God, it throws it out of bounds. Yeah, no, and, and of course, he doesn't have that same poise, but it's just his decision-making. He's just not quite there yet, you know, um, and that'll come with time. But I would say the Pats' defense could be beat 
either way, pass or the run. It, it really it depends. You just have to do it well. You know, they can't kind of put up a, a mediocre offensive game and expect to win. That they, they definitely Goff has to. This is like a, a gut check for him. Like he needs to, he needs to come out strong and confident. Um, but they got to stick to what they do, which is like not making Goff have to win games. He's good, right? And he gets like he gets a rhythm, man. Like he's he's pretty he's pretty smooth, but not like if they're down fourteen. In Brady's, you know, understand it, that that's fine. But if you're down 14 in golf, like, that's going to be tough. That is going to be very tough. Um, I think, for me, uh, the Pats defense needs to show up the way they've played the past two games. Um, in that Kansas City game, yeah, the Kansas City came back a little bit. Right. But that first half, 32 yards allowed. Oh, yeah, that was crazy, yeah. That's amazing. I've never seen the defense do uh, for the Pats do something like that. Right, and they gave up thirty seven points total, so it doesn't look like a great defensive performance. But that's the difference between a great defense and just a good one. Like the Pats have a good defense where any given day they can stop a team, but they're not mm-hmm. always going to be shut down. You know, right? Um, but they'll do what it takes. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm, absolutely. I do think for the Rams, like I think that I really think it's key for them to stick to like. The game plan that works, which is don't make Goff do more than he has to and lean on Gurley and CJ. I don't know what is hurting with Gurley and why he's not 100 percent, but he better coming out. He better be coming out playing the game of his life and he better they they, they have to tire out the Patriots defense. Yeah, I, th- I think the main thing is these past couple of weeks, Gurley needs to have gotten healthy at this point. Seriously, because because without Gurley, I think the Rams don't stand a chance. If, if Gurley gets as many touches as he did in the NFC Championship, the Rams will lose that game. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was really almost non-existent. Yeah, and C.J. Anderson is really only as good as when Gurley's good, you know, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that we haven't seen a lot of it, but I think that's how it will be, is that I mean, he's a great change look, of pace. Because if you look at it, uh, I think last game they had 77 or 80 like total yards rushing. Right. And that was with Gurley getting like seven touches. Like yeah. how how often do you say that Gurley gets seven touches? Like I almost know, never. Right? He went through his monster games, and he, now he's like kind of flattening out here in the playoffs. But yeah, they, they got to stick to them. And you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see them involving more receivers. And I mean, running backs in the flat or receivers running a little bit shorter routes. That you know, mm-hmm. they, they run a bigger offense, and then Gurley just punishes them. But I, maybe they'll like be a little bit smarter here and do some tight end. You know. Um, third options or maybe like the running back in the flat something because downfield like Belichick just knows how to shut down defenses I mean offenses so they they can't just do the 20 30 yard plays to cooks or whoever they're gonna have to be smart about this and like kind of peck their way Mm -hmm. downfield because especially if they get down early if they're down 21 three say at some point and the Pat Belichick will know they got to throw the ball they have to get down the field and move it Otherwise, there's no chance of them coming back in this game. They can't keep relying on running it with Gurley. Oh, he'll be that'll get predictable that. after a while. Right. And Absolutely. And that's what wants. Guys like Trey Flowers and Kyle Van Noy will be in the backfield in a heartbeat. And then it's easy to pressure, right? Because you know they're not mm-hmm. running. You know, you're just literally f- like flying at the quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Rams, they better, and the more I'm thinking about it, their first half, first quarter, maybe even the first half of the first quarter is to like weather the storm. Don't make a stupid mistake. Don't don't have a miscue on the hike or a friggin' fumble or anything like that. They they've got to just weather it and do not get down by two possessions. I yeah you know I agree with you. I think the main thing is just keeping disciplined. If yeah. they can find a way to 
block out all the noise and the heckling and the f- bright lights and the fact that it's a Super Bowl and which for is a lot hard. of these for a lot of these Rams players it's their first trip to the big dance girly included and a lot of these yeah. guys are probably going to have butterflies they're probably going to seriously yeah you know, they don't all say it but they do man this could be the first and last they're absolutely going to you'd be crazy not to right you go to your first Super Bowl in front of that many people Right, and such a worldwide audience, like, come on, and it just feels different. Like they, they act like it's the same game. No, you, no one, no one's at home. You're in a weird stadium. You know, your pregame is thirty, forty minutes long. You know, from when when they're like on the field, like this, it's weird. When you take the first hand off, it's it's not like it's not normal. <laughs> you know, so they no, just need to make not. sure they right. don't make those dumb mistakes. No, I completely are, agree with you. They're just too sound. You know, they're not going to make them. So that's okay. And the Rams, they don't need to hold the patch to, to three points. They just need to not shoot themselves in the foot. They, they need to not give the Patriots an automatic first down on third down due to penalty, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, I, I just, they, there's so many different factors that can factor in on offense and defense for both teams that yeah. if it, it, it can all come down to one play, it could come down to one pelty. That could either change momentum or change the game completely, and I think for both teams, it's it comes down to discipline. They they have to keep disciplined. Stupid penalties like a holding penalty on third down or yeah. an offside on third and ten that makes it then third and five, and then next thing you know, Pats get it the first down. It's, and don't even talk the, the, about emotional penalty penalties. There better not be one. <laughs> well, they know, just light, light some guy light yeah. some guy up for for no reason. Mistakes just, one thing, just but... to be like, oh, what up? Like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this you is get not there, the time nor the place for it. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, not so the who, time nor the place for it. Who are you giving the edge to? Uh, Patriots offense or Rams defense? Uh, I'm giving the edge to the Pats offense. I think they uh, they just have too many we- weapons on both sides. Uh, well, on both the run game and the and the passing game. Uh, right. It's just it's it's too much to handle. I think I think they just have uh, the edge. Uh, man, Rams defense they're so good. Yeah, but I or think no, they're you know too, the the inexperience comes to play here. Let me and, rephrase and I, too. I guess I should have said which offense do you like more. I do, I do like the Pats offense. Yeah, more. so me too. That's what I'm leaning towards. Um, just probably probably because of experience and how sound they play, you know. Um, yeah, too too many veterans who have been to the big dance before. A lot of inexperience and a lot of uh, you know young guns on the Rams side yeah, who have never sure. been to the big dance. It's it's going to come to play. Yeah, and and their their football is, is like very like low risk football they play. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, what about defense? Who you give the edge to? I'd give it to the Rams. So me too. It Isn't it funny? Me uh, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Pats have a, have a good defense, like you said before. Their defense is solid, but the Rams' pass rush is is one of the best I've ever seen. Yeah, that can be uh, enough to make the difference for sure. And and like like I was saying before, if they can pressure Brady, which I know that they can, they've done it before, then it's it's a game changer. And I think uh, the secondary needs to do just enough to hold off the Pats' offense, but they this starts with the pass rush. Those front seven. Need to make it make an impact early. Yeah, no, and agreed. I think they will. And it's kind of funny to, to pick the Patriots' offense and the Rams' defense, but I think those are the keys. You know, I think the Rams' defense has the most chance to make a difference, good or bad. <laughs> you know, and, and I believe in the Patriots' offense the most in 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 one game against the Rams. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. Uh, but that's actually going to do it for this episode of Ride the Pine. Uh, stay tuned for episode twenty-eight, which is going to be our third part of this. A uh, big game showdown series where we're going to break down 
the X factors and the special teams for both sides. Um, and then our final part will be uh, combining um, the coaches for both sides, pros and cons of each, and uh, who has the edge. So stay tuned for those next two episodes. They're going to be releasing later this week. Uh, from all of us here at Ride the Pine, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.